Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 40 of the Hunger for the Hustle podcast. It is 9 a.m. here in Melbourne, 2 p.m. in Oakland, California, where my guest, Michelle Hardy, joins us from today. Three podcasts from me today, a busy day. Hey, Michelle. And kicking things off with my first guest, Michelle Hardy, who is an author, philanthropist, and inspirational speaker. Michelle has a miraculous story to share with us today about how she wrote her book, Mrs. Eel's Basement of Beautiful Magical Things. It's actually a fictional book, but then it started to come true in her life. So welcome to the show, everyone, wherever you're watching from, or if you're listening later. Today, we're going to dive into Michelle's story. And um, I must say, Michelle, welcome to the show. I've just read, I've just listened to the first two chapters of your book, and I am absolutely intrigued to talk more to you about it. How are you this evening? Oh, I'm, you know, I'm excited. Like most days, I'm excited, right? <laughs> That's a great way to live. It's a great way to live. Just be, live, in, live in a state of excitement and joy. Yeah, yeah, just I'm happy. So happy. Yeah, yeah. How's your day going? Well, it's just well, getting well, started, right? It's getting started, but we're getting started right. We're getting started with what I love to do, which is speak to interesting people about interesting things. And I mean, that is a very interesting book. Like I said, I was literally just fresh before the show, listened to the first two chapters. Um, I mean, and I'll say what I said to you off camera again. Mrs. Eel's Basement of Beautiful Magical Things. I listened to the first two chapters, and uh, and excuse me for saying this, but the, the basement part of it is a beautiful, magical place, but it's actually quite filthy and, and a dirty and a grimy place, isn't it? Uh, and of course, I, <laughs> Especially with all the rats down there. Right. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to know Mrs. Eel passes away and, and we're, we led, we're told that in the first couple of chapters of this book. Right. But I'm very intrigued to know, you know, it's a fictional book. How did that play out and start becoming real in your life? Well, um, you know, years ago, I was like going through a really tumultuous time. So, you know, just no job, no you know, nowhere to really live, you know, staying with family members. I was really, really struggling. And so I had written this story even prior to that. And so one Christmas I didn't have any money. And so I went into the thrift store and I saw something from my story in the thrift store. So I thought, okay, and I love Christmas. I mean, Christmas is like everything to me. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'll buy this and then I'll give it with my story. And um, so I did that with family members. Right. And they loved it. And so um, and I had always done a little bit of random act of kindness. Right. So yeah. as I would meet people, I would give them the story and then give them something from the story. Right. So I've been doing that for years. And so I'm on my journey with the story. It's, it's just simple, short, right? It's just basically the first two chapters of my book. Uh -huh. And so um, a lady called me some, uh, probably about four years ago, maybe three. And she says, you know, it's so wonderful that you're giving away the things that the lady gave to you you know, in the story. And I, and I just thought, you know, I didn't bother to correct her. And then I just started thinking, you know, my life 
is like coming true in this book. So I, in the story, so I had met a lady in my own personal life who was giving me things, right? And I had to stop the real lady from giving me the things, right? I mean, she was giving me the same things in the story, silver and brooches and watches. And, you know, it was just so much, right? Mm. And so I had to stop her because it was just like, you know, I was tucking it away and putting it away. I said, I, I don't have any room for these things, right? <laughs> running out of room, right? <laughs> right. You know, so I was just like, wow. I said, you know, the same way that I had written the story, that happened, right? Mm. So then somebody walks up to me and tells me that the real lady died. Well, in my story, Mrs. Eels dies. Right. Yeah. Right. This is like in the first two chapters of my book, she dies. And so I'm just like, OK, that's another revelation for me. You know, um, this lady gives me these things. Some, you know, the, somebody walks up to this little girl in my story and, and tells her that the lady dies. My lady dies, you know, um, even down to, you know, the little girl in the book getting the house Well, where I live at now the lady basically handed me the place, you know, before wow. she died, you know. So all of these correlations are happening in my own life, you know. I'm sorry, the, the same lady that was giving you the things and the lady that died, was the lady that gave you the house or was it a different lady? So so in, in the book, she basically gives her everything, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so where I live at now, Basically, she helped me get this place, right? I didn't have to do anything for it. You know, it was just a matter of, okay, they're just going to remodel it. And, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, just stuff just was given to me, you know? So, um, so when somebody said, well, you should write a book, I'm like, well, it is coming true, <laughs> you know? So the things are coming true. Because I was thinking, well, what else am I going to write about? Well, you can write about your experiences in your life because now this stuff, this fiction is starting to sh show up. It's showed up in your life, you know, in some form or fashion. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of really profound for me that if you write something down or you speak something out, it can happen. And that's the way that my life has been. When I really think back, I can say something like in the morning and then it will manifest in the afternoon. Yes. So I have to be really, really mindful of how I'm thinking, you know, how I'm feeling about you or what have you, because it could be, it could go good or it could go all bad. So, mm. um, and just me, like I said, writing that years ago, and then these things manifest, you know, the things that the real lady gave me, I have them and they're just, you know, they're silver and all of that that's in the basement. I got that stuff, you know. Are they in the basement? Do you keep them in the basement? Well, no, I don't have a basement, but I'm oh, just okay. saying. I'm just saying you know, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. The place where I'm at now, I just tuck them, you know, um, and, and some of the stuff I didn't even really have a use for, but it was just valuable. They're vintage things, just like in, you know, and I didn't even know that the real lady was going to give me these things, you know, they're old, old things that she really, um, you know, should have kept or passed on to someone else 
but she gave them to me. Well, she knew that I liked old vintage things, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I guess, I mean, I don't know this lady and, and I'm not speaking for her, but it, it comes to me that she gave you them for a reason. She was, she was, was she quite an old lady, an elderly lady? Yes. Yes. Well, she, was, she was, she was wise with her years. She would have been wise. Um, and she felt that you were the person out of all the people that she'd met in her life that would get the most value from them. Um, yeah. And therefore that's, that's why she gave them to you and not, not anyone else, you know, she could yeah. have given them to anyone she'd ever met. Um, particularly, you know, her, maybe her, her own family or maybe she didn't have one, but um, yeah, it, um, it, 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 it was almost like you wrote your own life script, wasn't it? Right. That's, that's why I say, you know, whatever you write it out, even the fiction, it showed up for me in some type of way. So, you know, my, and I, you know, I've always felt like my life's purpose was to write or um, to run a business or whatever, but this is really what I'm supposed to be doing. So, mm -hmm. so I share the story and I share something from the story, you know, um, and, and that's what I do. And I go into the classroom, wherever I can speak and just, you know, share those first two parts of my book and just tell people that, you know, it costs nothing to give, right? It's yeah. it's really easy to just give right where you're at. It, it doesn't yeah. cost too much, you know? No. Um, yeah. And, and that can be... Giving can just be any capacity as well, right? It can just be helping with something, someone with something of a knowledge you already have. It can just be helping someone, you know, physically, you know, the classic one, helping the old lady home from the shops with the shopping bags. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's really just endless, isn't it? Um, you know, it could be charity work, um, just helping kids. It could be charity work. You know, I, I, I do some charity work where I lend my trade as a plumber to to places that you know have have no plumbing essentially Ooh. um it's, it's vast isn't it you know if you if yeah. you want to give there's no shortage of outlets to give right yeah. people I, I see people like you know they post on the internet and they're like oh how where can i help where can i give you know mm -hmm. i mean the answer needs to be there for you on facebook it's it's there for you on google there's, there's places at mass that need your help particularly right now you know places like food banks right now mm -hmm. um i mean i was pretty amazed to, to learn the other day that even here you know, in, in Melbourne, which is a place that's, yes, okay, it's been hit by the coronavirus, but, you know, not, not nowhere near as bad as the numbers that they are there in places like America, in the UK, some parts of Europe. But there's long queues of people waiting at food banks on a daily basis who, who have lost their job, um, you know, and can't afford to feed themselves, which is, uh, it was initially quite shocking and surprising to me. But, um, you know, that's just another way you can, you can help and people need help in this time. So, yeah. but um, I mean, back to, back to the book, it was, and, and back to what you say about writing and then that playing out in your life. And, and more than that, I even think what becomes before the writing is, is the thoughts, of course. And I'm a great believer in mm -hmm. thoughts become things. And as soon as you said to me, you know, we, we spoke to each other before the, the show and you talked to me about how you wrote the book and how it played out. I was like, Michelle is a lady who knows exactly that 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 you know thoughts become things that that value and, and that thing and and you mm -hmm. said there you have to be careful with it because it works it works both ways you know the law of attraction some people call it it works both ways you know if you're thinking 
bad or negatively or down on a situation, then, I mean, what do you expect to get back out of it? What you put in is what you get out. So yeah. you've got to be careful with how you think <laughs> because yeah. it's coming. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, and people, you know, I won't say everybody, but if you are really mindful, um, I heard somebody say, just do good. Just do good and good will come to you, right? But if you don't want to do good, then that will come to you too, right? You know, and, and I just I just want to do whatever is good, right? And joy. That's that's it. I, I have joy, like I said, most of the time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm always doing random acts of kindness, and that's what's in my heart. That's mm. That's me yeah. at the core. That is who I am. Yeah. 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 I think and, uh, one of my friends, Eric, said it to me yesterday, actually. He said it in the comments on another podcast. Once you find like that inner joy in life within you, mm-hmm. like it's that is the ultimate happiness. You know, if you can find that through any situation and anything you're going in and, and see the positive in the situation, see the silver lining, um, it, yeah, and it just gives you that happiness, that clarity, that peace of mind, that that calmness, which frankly you ooze, you know, I've never met you physically, but just from seeing you here on the camera, I can see that, you know, you're a person that just sends that outwards, you know, it's amazing how you can get actually energy, like even through the, the camera on these yeah. things, you know, just through the screen, it's, it's, it's crazy, you know, um, but uh, it's, it's true, it's real. So, I mean, let's, let's pull back a little bit. I would like to talk about like, where did, the it's kind of like the chicken and the egg thing with it isn't it like did the book the book came first and then life started to fall into it no like the story like the story story came the story i wrote years ago so long and i wasn't even really sharing it at you know and then like i said i this christmas came i didn't have any thing to you know i didn't have money to give people and um and so the you know I would give the written paper out right. It was probably right. like seven pages, you know. Which was and just the first two chapters. Hmm. Which was just the first two chapters. Right. Yeah. And then just oh, print yeah. the page out, and I put it in a little envelope, you know. Yeah. And then I just share something, right? And so it's just kind of like, okay, then you know, and up until like, um. Well, little after the lady died, right? Because this this lady just died, like maybe four years ago, three, you know. And then this lady, like I said, she calls me because I I gave this one lady a random act of kindness, and she called me and she said, "I don't know who, if you remember me, right?" And it was an elderly lady, and she was like, "It's so wonderful." Now, I'm still just have the 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 story, the paper story at this point. And I'm just handing that out in random act of kindness. So this lady brings it to my attention and I'm just like, you know, and I'm thinking like, whoa, you know, and then things start happening. You know, the lady dies. and I mean, it's just like, right. And then somebody says, well, you need to write a book. And I'm just like, okay, so yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I can't wait. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to order my copy. I can't wait to read it. I love, I, I do like reading, you know, business books. I like reading nonfiction. I like the 
they used to call it self-help, but I hate that. I don't. I think I think they call it something new now. Self-help makes you feel makes you feel like there's something wrong here, and you, <laughs> you okay. need to help yourself. They yeah. call it something else. I think it's personal development. That's what they call it now, which is a much better term to put it under. I like a lot of those books, but I do love a good fiction book because mm -hmm. I find that when you read fiction, you really curl up and and it, and it just it it pre presents the picture clarity in your mind and it really takes you to that place you know there's nothing like just getting lost for a few hours in the afternoon perhaps in the garden or on a rainy day cozy in your house with a good fictional book right yeah yeah and you know like i said that the first two parts i just made that up i just made it up and then it was just like okay now you got to write this whole thing and i'm telling you it was hard for me to even write the rest of it because it's just like, okay, now you got to tell all about your life, but in the same voice that you wrote that. So the right. book is based like in the early 1900s. Well, I'm not in the early 1900s, <laughs> you know? I mean, that's when initially I wrote it, like, okay, the early 1900s, you know, and then I bring it up to the 2000s. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, but you got to make your own life be in this book now. Right. So it was painful for me to gather the information because there's a lot of my truth in this book. You know, there's a lot that went on, you know, that is just like, oh, it's sweet. But then these major things happen in my own life. So there, you know, I love to write, but there was literally like words that I didn't know. You know, you know how like in my book, I talk about the um you know like they used to have like put to put alkaline lye outside you know in the septic tank right i didn't know what that was but i was just like okay i'm gonna google it i know you know and uh, mm -hmm. like if I go to my dad's house right now he has that you know where he has to still do that right yeah. i i know how they do that but i just didn't know all the different terms so i had to like look up stuff because i just didn't have enough words in my vocabulary to mm -hmm. say what i needed to say about my experiences or things you know i had seen but knew knew didn't have a word for it you know right yeah right. and of course you know the world changed so rapidly since the early 1900s and the ways in which they do things even the things that they used to do you know, like even things like just different things like the way they would boil the kettle then. It wasn't just flick and switch like it is now, you know. It'd be on the stove and, and it'd take a while. And it'd probably be one of those kettles that does that whistling noise when it's ready. Yeah. And, you know, just things like that. I'd imagine it was – and this was great. So the next question I was going to ask you was the many challenges in writing the book. And, and it seems like the, the probably was in that because you had to do an awful lot of research back yeah. to over 100 years, 120 years ago, you know, when – when it was a different time, and I bet you're pretty glad for Google. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, how, what is that thing that you do that or that looks like blah 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 blah? It's like, oh, okay, that's the thing. You know, mm. um, from you know formica tables and the pull-out leaves, and um, mm. you know, just just unique things. Um, you know, old vehicles. It's like I. I you know, we we had old vehicles, but it was like, what was the name of it again? You know, just all of that. 
Yeah. You know? yeah. Did you have, did you read any books in your in your like research from that time? Well, you know, I have some old books, and and I mentioned one of them um, in my book. But um, I basically, you know, I'll look up some words and stuff from some of the books that I have, um, but not a lot, a lot of reading, you know, mm -hmm. of old books, old, old books like from back that time. I mean, it's just like I, the only word I can think of sketchy, you know, it's just like there's not complete sentences. And my book is like that, too, where yeah. you, know, you knew what they were saying but um, it wasn't a complete sentence, but you got the the meat of what they were trying to say. And my book is, is like that as well. It's like, I'll mm -hmm. say something and you're like, okay, maybe a comma go, needs to go here. Well, no, no, it doesn't, you know, because back then they just didn't do that. You know, some, some books that I've read or looked at, it just flows. It's like, well, where's the punctuation? <laughs> well, nobody was thinking about that, you know? isn't it yeah i never even yeah. thought about that yeah the, the actual style that they used to write in was different and probably somewhat to, to, to some end the, the way that people used to communicate was a bit different as well particularly mm -hmm. the language the use of the language the way they used to start and perhaps definitely end sentences um mm -hmm. it wasn't quite as um you know it just certainly wasn't constructed the same way it is today mm -hmm. how long did it take you to to put the book together, bear in mind you have to do that read, you know, it wasn't like, okay, I'm just gonna write a book and I'm gonna write and write and write. I mean, I've never wrote a book, I have no idea really what the process is, but you, I'm aware that you obviously just write and then you pick what you want and you start compiling it together, perhaps with the help of someone else, a publisher. But there was a lot more than that, than that here for you, wasn't there? Because you had to do all the research. So like, how long did that, how long did the whole process take? I would say like two years and there was this delay. There's this emotional thing that goes with writing a book, right? And and people have heard me say this. It's just like, once you write it and it's your truth now, you're getting ready to really say, you know, your truth and, and um, you know, change names, <laughs> you know. Right, um, of course, yeah. Hard to let go of the book, right? So it's hard to really release it because, you know, there's this judgment that you feel right. this wrath that's going to come on you because now you're sharing your whole truth. Now, you know, um, the things that actually happened yeah. to you. So mm -hmm. there there's that. So then you hold on to the book for a, a, a lot longer than you need to. But mm -hmm. I, I just had to really say I'm going to stay in my lane about my book and then just let it go to where it's supposed to go because I don't lay out books. I don't, I don't design books. I don't edit books, right? I self-publish my book, but I'm not a publisher, you know? So I let somebody else do all that for me because, mm -hmm. you know, otherwise your book will not be published. You'll hold on to it because of fear, right? Mm -hmm. And in my book, it helps people, you know, it makes them laugh. There's parts of it that makes them laugh. Um, and it's about giving. Um, so it's helping someone, right? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I can sense that there, you know, you have to, you knew that when 
that book was released out into the public forum, you were going to have to go, it brought massive vulnerability to you and, and perhaps you know, a bit of exposure in that as well. And, um, and of course, I mean, oh, tell me I could be wrong here, but there's a little bit of a fear whenever you release something publicly, I know with, with speeches I've done and things like that, you're like, is anyone going to get what I'm saying? Is anyone going to get the book or are they just going to think it's a load of, you know, a load of rubbish? <laughs> there's a bit of a fear of that, isn't there? Like, do, yeah. will it, and then, of course, there's the fear of like, sometimes there's the fear of, of failure and it not working out. And then there's this fear of it, it actually working out and being completely successful. And there's a little bit of fear in that as well, particularly if it's something unknown to you that you haven't done before. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it's all of that. <laughs> all, all encompassing, yeah. <laughs> all, all of that, yeah. But, you know, I, I guarantee you, anybody, you just do your book. I don't care how small or how big it is. Just release it and share it. And one thing about a book that I learned from one of my coaches was that you'll find that, oh, I left out something. Oh, I wanted to say this. There's going to be that when you've actually handed it to the editor. Oh, I want to add this. No, 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 no. Let it go, right? Yeah. The editor is going to say, okay, yeah, this is missing, or maybe, you know, elaborate here. Okay, at that time. Mm -hmm. But once you've printed the book, you know, and you're ready to go, just go. Just mm -hmm. go because there's other um, prints of the book. And then you can come back and put that other part in, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah, I, yeah it, it's just the power of decision and doing it, you know, just you know just doing it and then knowing that look, look, like there'll be because let's say let's say you had to, maybe the idea for two or three books if you mm -hmm. never go ahead with the first one the second the third are never going to come out either and you know those gifts frankly they are gifts that you're putting out into the world the world's going to be starved of them all um just because you had the fear of not getting started with your first one and mm -hmm. it's like it's like anything isn't it you know that you haven't done before you have, um, you know, a big fear of it. You know, I've had people that were coming on the podcast before and they were like, oh, look, I've not done this before. I'm a little bit, you know, fearful of it. I was like, look, don't worry. I'm going to make you feel as comfortable as I can. And in 40 minutes time, you're going to wonder what you were ever worried about. And that's the case with most things, isn't it? Like yeah. you do them, they play out. And all of the things that you're thinking might happen, none of them ever happen. And you were like, what was I so worried about? Yeah. <laughs> and right. it makes time so much easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's in its um, judgment. It's a fear of judgment. Like, what are people going to say? What comments are they going to make? You know, um, and and when it, like you said, when it's over, it's just like, okay, well, that's fine. And yeah, <laughs> it was perfect. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's um, it's interesting though because I mean, tying back to what we said earlier that that thoughts become things, you know, if you got too caught up in that, you're actually writing your own life script there. Oh, well, I'm too scared of what people might say, so I'm not going to do it. Therefore, it just never happens. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm too fearful um, that if I do do it, all these people are going to say these these bad things about me. You know, again, you just get lost in that, stuck in that, and, and you just you never take action, you know. It just leads to procrastination, I guess, at scale. But, I mean... Let's talk about some wins now and, and when you release the book and, 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 you know, a moment that stuck out to you and really made you proud and made you realize that, yes, this was the right thing to do. Right. Well, 
I, I didn't realize that more people were waiting on the book, but I had built the book up. You know, I had told my friends I was writing the book and, and, you know, and then one thing I started feeling like, why do you tell people because you don't have it? There was a part that, right? But then I had built it up. So they were waiting on the book and then they showed up for me and they bought the book. Right. So, so that's, that was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to the post office again to mail my book. Oh my gosh. You know, I've got a stack of things. So that was just like, it, it told me that there was value in um, people appreciated, you know, they took the journey with me of writing the book and the emotion behind it, you know, and all of that. So they really just showed up for me um, and and bought it and supported me, you know. Um, that's that's what you really want. You want, you know, your friends and family to say, yeah, yeah. You know, and even my mom, you, you know how you give your mom, you know, my mom and my aunt, they were like, we're going to buy your book, Michelle. And I'm just like, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You know, because, you know, your family might just say, well, can I have a copy? But mm-hmm. they actually bought my book and, and that mm-hmm. made me feel good. It's just like they value me so much that they're willing to pay for it. They're not asking for a free copy, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I mean, that's it's always nice when they support you, and, and obviously, they're willing to, you know, trade that that monetary value for the value and time that you've put into it. But of course, you know, and any anyone that's watching will be able to feel this one that you, if there's anyone you want to make proud in life, it's your parents, right? So mm-hmm. when you're or you know your your older generations, your aunties, your uncles. So when no doubt when your auntie and your mom bought the book. Um, I'm sure it made you immensely proud. Yeah, you know, and my for me, my mom, I whatever she says to me, it holds weight, you know. And so mm. she told me, you know, she's God proud of me. Well, that's the ultimate for me, you know, mm-hmm. God proud. And I'm just like, okay, well, I, you know how some people don't hear what they need to hear from their parents. Well, I heard it already, you know. So I can just go forth and prosper. That's all that I, I needed to hear. Yeah. It doesn't then it doesn't surprise me that you have such joy in your life. <laughs> you know, it brings yes. that forward, brings that forward. Um, and then tell me about, you know, were there were there kind of any any like failures that you had? I know that's a bit of a weird switch from people to go from that win to that failure, but I do like to talk about these things because I find that they provide people with a lot of value and you have to dig deep when you're failing and, and that's how you grow. Right. Well, surrounding the book, we're really just talking about the book. Um, When I told everybody that the book was going to be coming, it didn't come, you know, and and the publisher told me that, too, you know, but I I didn't listen. And (laughs) and I was just like, the book's going to be here on Saturday, you guys. And and the mail didn't work right for me. Right. Uh And and so um, so I learned that, okay I need to have my books in my hand before, because then people were like, well, I want to get a copy, but I don't have the copy to give to them. Right. Because I sell my own book myself. Right. So um, that was kind of like for me, I personally don't like to offer you something and then I don't have it in my hand to give to you. Right. Mm -hmm. You know. 
I'd like to know for sure. That's just me, Michelle, right? So that was one thing. There was a delay. And because of my own integrity, me, Michelle, I couldn't deliver. And I just felt like, oh my gosh, you know. Um, but they eventually, they got here and then I was able to mail them out. But that's kind of just surrounding the book. That mm. was where I just felt like, why did you tell everybody? <laughs> why yeah, did you tell <laughs> Why did you announce? I've heard people say that before about um, about albums. You know, a particular particular artist I like called Skepta from the UK. I remember him saying, "Well, this is my second album, or was it his first? I can't remember. I think it was his, maybe his first. And he was like, "Next time I write an album, I'm not telling anyone I'm working on it. I'm not telling anyone because you just you feel the pressure build upon you, right? And you almost you put that pressure upon yourself um, when you set." Um, set like a, a bit of a precedent and you know perhaps the things that work out that don't work out they're out your control like you pertain to there you know you you on your end but the mail the mail didn't turn up on time that's really out your control so yeah uh, it's a tough one though isn't it because of course you want to build the excitement of course you want to you know it's something you spent two years working on so there's no way that you're not going to tell someone about it right you're spending that much time and energy on it yeah um, it's, it's it's a it's finding a balance between letting people know that you are working on something, that there's something coming and actually giving them full disclosure and saying, it's going to be here on this exact day, get ready for it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just, you know, but that's just, that's just one of the challenges that I had, like I said, yeah. and for me as a person, it doesn't set right for me to say, hey, and then I don't have what I said, right? Mm. It's integrity, right? Right, right. And, and if you had to start all over again, is there anything that you would have done differently? Well, I wouldn't have taken as long. Now I know um, there's other steps that I could have taken because um, I, I was doing from my own thinking, right? Just what I thought, you know, mm -hmm. stuff I wanted to talk about um, versus now I know, okay, write down what the chapter name will be and then go from there. And that way, you know, you know, and then you can just focus on that. Right. And then, you know, all your different chapters, lay it out first, outline it, and then that will make things better for you and it'll flow. And then you could, you could write a book in three months if you wanted to, you know, there's ways to do it. There's a strategy for it. And I just didn't have that strategy at right. the time that I was writing mine. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. And do you? Because I know some people I spoke to when they're when they're composing a book, they they like record it with their voice, just mm -hmm. when they're maybe they're driving or there's just something that comes to them and they're like, I've got to get this down, but I just can't, don't have the time to write right now. Is that something you did, or was it all pen to paper for you? No, it was like um, typing. Because I'm, okay. I'm one of those typists that has like smoke coming from my fingers. You know, I can type. <laughs> so. Um, it was always just typing. I may jot something down on a piece of paper and then I'm the type that I have to print it out to read it. I'm kind of old school that way to where, you know, even though I typed it, I want to print it out and have it in my hand so I can go yeah. back and edit and then I'll go back and, you know, make yeah. the changes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way of doing it. I've just got to give a shout out and I'm going to get these on the screen here. I think these might be people, you know, Oh yeah. Hey Sparkles. That's my one of my friends from my cohort, Team No Excuse. Oh, right. Yeah. So and, yeah. Um, oh, 
Yeah, Linda, that's my friend, Linda, for gosh, long time, long time. Thank you, Linda. Yeah. Thank you, Linda and Sparkles. Thanks for watching as well. It's always yeah. nice to have people know they're watching and and they know they're enjoying the show. Um, so let's go three hot tips from you, Michelle. And and I would love to and then I would love three, yeah, three hot tips to anyone that's out there that's watching this. Mm -hmm. that wants to write a book that already has the idea but just doesn't know you know how to actually get it done right well i think i i shared them it's just like mm. um, let go of your book right that that's mm. going to be my one one of my things because we'll be wanting to do the whole thing just let it go hand it over to whoever that is and trust trust people right you know, we're so secretive, you know, we're so, no, I don't want anybody to know this. What did you write the book for? You wrote it so that people could read it, right? So hand it off and then sit, breathe, right? So that's one thing, um, you know, and be okay with the criticism. Be okay with, um, you know, because it's just helping you. But I don't know everything. So I'm thinking, oh, I'm this awesome writer and whatever, you know, take take whatever suggestions that somebody gives you, you know, don't be like, nope, nope, nope. It's got to be this way. There's some parts of my book where I did do that. I, I was just like, nope, I want to say it like that. I know it's an incomplete sentence, but that's the way it's going to go. Right. Mm -hmm. So just be open, um, you know, and then. Oh, yeah. And, and no matter how many pages. Right. Don't because that was a, a worry of mine. It's like, do I have enough? Page? I don't even have enough pages for a spine. Right. I'm thinking all of that. I, I got to have a spine. So when you go to Barnes and Nobles one day, you can say, OK, you know. And right. yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 So don't worry about that. Just, mm -hmm. you know, if you don't have enough page, that's OK, because you can add to it. You know, luckily I was able to. You know, get a spine, right? But um, it, that was a challenge for me. So don't worry about that part. Whatever you have is what you have, right? And then it will grow from there. You know, you'll be able to add more later and and do more. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And I found that you know I was listening to some audio books lately, and I found that they're a good way of adding those bits into the book, or perhaps like. I was reading a book about business. Of course, business is always changing rapidly, particularly right now and particularly this year. And it was like, hey, look, this was written in 2017, 2020 update, you know, just side note, um, this has changed to this now. So I think audiobooks have that bit of flexibility to be able to do that, which is always yeah. nice. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. I mean, it, mm. it's easier to do that now. Mm. You, know, you can just say this is a supplement to, you know, what I have written you know, new information. Yeah, I like that. Mm, 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 works well. Um, and, and have you written, you've written more than one book though, right? You've written another book, correct me if I'm wrong, The Act, thing, the act of Giving. Well, I've written other books of poetry. Like this is my, this is my first book in depth book. Uh -huh. right? So the other books people don't really know about, they're just kind of, oh, okay. and I don't want to say just, but, yeah. um, you know, they're just, uh, they're poetry. And, and I shouldn't say uh -huh. just, but this 
right here is this like the ultimate for me, right? Yes. There's there there is a difference when you're used to writing poetry versus um you know writing a novel or a novelette. I'm yeah. working yeah. on another yeah. book and um it's a combination of short stories and poetry and um it's called the algorithm, right? All right. So yeah. yeah. And I'm just, you know, an algorithm is just kind of like, it's kind of like what I would call the combination to what you need for life, like the real deal, you know? So that's why, that's what I think of when I think of an algorithm. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then I want to publish it next year. And um, it's easier to write poetry and short stories and compile them, you know? Than yes. it is to write about one subject or what have you. And I have poetry in this book, right? So, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Um, that's fantastic. I've really, um, really enjoyed speaking to you. I can't wait to get my copy of the book. I'm not sure how many you've sent to Australia, but um, you're going to be sending one there pretty soon. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Please um, stay. If, hey, before we do that, does if anyone wants to find you, of course, I'm going to put the links in the comments here, but where is the best place to find more information about Michelle Hardy and, right. and, 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 you know, by the book? Yeah, so you can find me at michellehardy.org, okay? So M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-H-A-R-D-Y.org. So there you'll find everything that I do, right? You know, the umbrella. And... Um, and then Facebook is Michelle Tamiko Hardy, and um, Instagram is Michelle Tamiko Hardy. Twitter is M Tamiko Hardy, right? Um, so just search me, you'll find me, right? What's, what do they say? Well, Google me, you'll find me, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a pretty unique <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So thank you so much. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. It's been, it's been great to have you here. And I've really enjoyed listening to your story. And like I said, I can't wait to read the book and, and, and learn more and listen more about it. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. It's been a pleasure to have you along. And Michelle, please stay on because there's something I want to talk to you about once we get off. Okay. Thanks, everyone. See you in a couple of hours for the next one.